Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales. It's Mark Howden from Consumer. Uh, two notes from the magnificent Monday on Beverages this morning. The first on the tariff noise that's come back. Uh, we don't want to dismiss US tariff risk altogether, but if you look at what's happened in the past, the USTR bark tends to be worse than its bite. And our latest, uh, our read of the latest suggests no major escalation in tariff risk in our view. We think the industry lobbying group remains effective in limiting any escalation. We think the market should be focused on the pace or extent of reopenings and any potential macro slowdown uh, post-COVID-19 and potential destock risk for spirits. Which leads to the second Monday note, talking a little bit about the market narrative shift into these reopenings. Uh, yes, it's an inflection, but we're still more cautious than the street. We expect recovery in the entree to be very gradual. And we remind as we see these IMF GDP downgrades, uh, that tougher macro backdrop is going to be a real issue here. Bonjour from Industrials, this is Bruna. Not much from me today. Yesterday, EasyJet announced an equity placing of up to 15% of the existing issued share capital, with the expected proceeds of between 400 and 450 million pounds. The proceeds of the placing will provide a significant liquidity buffer to navigate uh, further grounding or protected uh, recovery scenarios. I uh, just wanted to flag Steve Volkman, our machinery analyst in the US, with his weekly factory monitoring. Uh, for the third week of June, data shows activity improving across most facilities that we track. Deer saw the strongest improvement versus last week, as its Waterloo tractor facility appears to be back at 80% pre-COVID, a large improvement versus our 10% estimate last week. Production at PACCAR is also approaching 90% of normal levels. Overall, we estimate that the facilities we track are running at 75% pre-COVID capacity. Coming from Jeffries Financial Specialist Sales, it's Thursday 25th of June. On the uh, on the sector this morning, we're downgrading our numbers on Lloyd's uh, by a further 11% a pre-tax basis for this year. And similar downgrades in outer years over our forecast period, the main uh, driver being uh, on the top line, both the mixture of net interest income and on the non-NII, unlike some peers, they lack a significant uh, capital markets business, which is also going to be a prop to earnings elsewhere across the sector. Hence, our strong preference for the likes of Standard Chartered and uh, and also Barclays, where both groups should manage to sustain a better top-line uh, position, which will give them further fuel to take um, more impairments during the quarter without seeing significant downgrades to estimates. That's not the case at Lloyd's, and I would imagine that would be a similar downward risk at Royal Bank of Scotland. So that's very much how we'd be marrying up the UK space.